Welcome to the Sales Talent Recruitment Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. Jamie, thank you so much for being on the CPSA Recruitment and Talent Podcast. Before we dive into the rest of the show, why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do today? Sure. Well, uh, thanks, first of all, for having me. Uh, it's uh, lots of fun to do this kind of thing, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it today. Yeah, just uh, from from my end, uh, I run a company uh, called Epitome HR. Um, we're a, a boutique kind of style HR firm. And really what uh, what we do is um, we specialize in, in doing things a little bit differently than the regular kind of HR consulting that people would know, um, where we spend a lot of time looking at kind of more HR strategy, talent strategies, and helping them become more operational in organizations. So we usually are dealing with kind of mid-sized to larger companies. We do have some clients that are smaller that, that need our help as well. But a lot of it is, is helping them take that vision that maybe they have on a wall or on a, a PowerPoint uh, presentation and, and try to figure out, you know, how can we make that happen and turn it into some measurable results. So, so that's the big piece. And, and, and again, we have a, a few different kind of chunks of work, but one of the big ones that we do is uh, going into organizations, um, looking at their talent acquisition processes front to back, and then actually helping them look at uh, whether it's integrating different technologies or different methodologies, but helping them actually put them in place and, and really kind of showing before we actually kind of break off from an engagement, showing some real measurable results that they can, uh, they can use as an organization and hopefully make them better and, and uh, make them clients all over again with us. For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com. And remember to subscribe to the CPSA podcast through iTunes, Google Play, and more. Excellent. Well, listen, based on that and your experience across industries, it's obviously critical that when we're hiring salespeople, yeah. we need to hire the right ones, right? So that we can grow and sustain the business uh, over time. So what are three characteristics that you recommend that we should be looking for when we're screening salespeople for the enterprise? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, you look at this and, and there are some things that, you know, each organization wants, but I, I think that there are a couple of things that I think are sometimes missed when people kind of just go out and, and quickly look for just wanting to go out and find a sales rep or a sales individual. But the one that, that seems to stand out really quickly in almost every organization we go in is resiliency. And it's that sales resiliency piece where people who kind of obviously um, are uh, have the ability to not only kind of jump into projects, but go through both the ups and the bads. And, and there are kind of um, competency profiles to look at to try to figure out, you know, do, does somebody have that? But from my experience, a lot of it is is being able to look at somebody's kind of past experiences and, and behaviors before to be able to see it. It doesn't necessarily have to be kind of sales experience in the past. You can see if somebody has that stick to that a lot of organizations I think are missing in their, their organizations. The other one would be the ability to build relationships. I think especially, I, I know that people kind of jump into um, 
there being a lot of kind of technologies available to help us with um, being able to progress three people through a sales funnel. Um, but the one thing that seems to stick um, with with almost all of kind of those sales individuals and being able to make them uh, um, successful is being able to build relationships outside of those core processes that we have. Um, it's the same as having recruiters, actually. That's the funny thing is, is if you're looking at finding good recruiters, they're almost the same type of kind of connections and competencies you'd want with salespeople. Um, and it's that building relationships um, ability, which is is a real strength for them. And then the last one that you'll see, I, I think, mapped over in a lot of organizations, it's um, it's kind of a connection to kind of extroversion. It's that ability to be able to to look at things from a broader perspective, but then also be able to to uh, have no problem making those multiple calls um, and being able to kind of map that with their resiliency and being able to to make connections really quickly. So so there are kind of three things. They all interconnect, but I would say one of them um, would be kind of building the relationships. The next one is being able to kind of be able to do that in a very kind of outgoing, outgoing, connected way. And then that last one as well is, is um, being able to uh, have a, a resiliency that other places within the organization don't necessarily have to have because they will have to deal with losing those sales from time to time. Absolutely. And, and on, uh, just a, a quick footnote to that relationship part of the equation too, that it's, it's critical to not only build relationships with who you're selling to, but who you're selling with as well. Right. Absolutely. Because, because in the enterprise level, there are, there, it's more of a team approach than it is, you know, um, the sole hunter out there, you know, selling whatever it is, whatever products and services there are. It's definitely a, a team approach. Speaking of a team approach, it's, it, it is a team sport as well when it comes to recruiters and hiring managers, better prepping, each other as well as the, the candidates that they're be interviewing for, for the interview. Right. And this yep. is especially true in the final stages. So how do you recommend that, that organizations go about that? What are your recommendations there? Yeah. And I, I think again, that's, um, that's what good organizations are really starting to do a whole lot better. Um, and it is kind of having that partnership and, and I think from the start of the process till the end of the process, at the very start of it, it is trying to figure out what is the profile you're really looking for. The organization may have a profile that's um, kind of that standardized idea of what they want in that individual, but being able to have a partnership between whether it's the hiring manager and the recruiter or a hiring manager and a sourcer, um, those things at the front end to really kind of outline what is it that we're really looking for? What does the team look like? Because as, as you mentioned, Kevin, it, it's that, that team connection um, has to be very, very strong because there's so much of a team component to selling nowadays and being able to flow that through the process. So um, another part that I think um, is, is sometimes missing and, and some organizations are really starting to build it in is when they have some kind of realistic job preview, um, and that might be, you know, prototypically some places have built in, you know, in their interview process, uh, having that individual do some kind of kind of sales presentation. Well, that's where there should be some real connection on, you know, what, what they're looking for and not just what a recruiter thinks they're looking for. It's what, what do they as a team wish to do and wish to have come out of that process. Um, and then as you get through to the actual hiring process as well, um, I find, um, especially now, it, it becomes very important to make sure that um, there are ways of pulling out unconscious bias. There's a lot of uh, opportunity as you get close to that process where it's, uh, I'm fantastic, so I'll hire somebody that's just like me. And, and as we know, as organizations become more, more diverse, there's a lot more kind of inclusion 
um, that's required. There are ways to do that by having kind of that interview panel and, and having it where there are little tricks to make sure that you're not swaying everybody's opinion and that you do get a much broader opinion and not just be about one hiring manager anymore. And, and I think that, um, you know, that idea of being able to have that team approach to hiring has become more and more popular especially to make sure that you're bringing in uh, talent that might be a little different than where you're, what you're used to, but um, you've been, they've been finding that that has brought big dividends for organizations as well. So, so it's being able to incorporate and have a real partnership from front to back in the talent acquisition process, which in the past, I think it's been seen as there's HR's job here and there's hiring manager's job here. And now it's actually just become the organizations who do, do it really well, have it connected all the way through that process. Well, they, they have to, and not only, not only are they more organizations, just the, the research organization that I run called talent board is all about candidate experience. And I know there are many organizations across the board that are investing more in surveying their candidates and asking for the feedback, not only about the recruiters, but the hiring managers as well. So there's more accountability yep. in the process. And then the last note is that with hiring managers, you know, it's, instead of getting that response, why didn't you like this candidate? Um, I don't, you know, I just didn't like them. Yeah, <laughs> there's, 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 it's like, there's more to it there because we've been working together on it and we can actually have a intelligent discussion around what it is you are looking for because we've already had those discussions in the first place. The, the last thing I wanted to, to, to ask you about yeah. in this podcast is in, in, around technologies and assessments. And there's, there's a lot going on under the hood when we talk about those things, but w- what, in your experience, what are the kind of the best, and you can talk on broad terms as well, sure. um, or get specific, uh, what are the best when it comes to screening salespeople for the enterprise in your experience? Yeah, and, and, um, and I would kind of stay relatively broad about it because I, I think there are, there are a lot of things out there right now, and, it, and literally the landscape is changing every day. Um, and they range from very specific kind of sales assessments, which, um, um, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in assessment, whether it is a, uh, you know, validated kind of front end assessment where you're kind of having a, a very basic overview of what we expected of people for this organization before they flow into the, into the recruitment funnel. But we also uh, are finding a lot of other things as well. And, and like you mentioned about having that candidate experience kind of measured as it goes through the process. There are a couple of really good, cool kind of concepts that are happening now where we're finding out, you know, on at each phase of that um, recruitment process, what's the candidate's experience and how can they give feedback as we go? And, and um, there are a couple of organizations that are really doing a, a really cool job of that. But, you know, it's, it's, I think not having and utilizing those assessment processes is a big loss for organizations. So when we've gone into a number, especially the larger organizations now, there is an expectation of how do we flow in things. Like in, in Canada, there's uh, there's an organization called Plum. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware of that, Kevin. Yep. But mm-hmm. it, So they, they, I know, have gone into a, a client recently that um, we're dealing with. And they do have a lot of very kind of, you know, the, the same type of validated processes and validated tests that we might have had maybe in the past. But the nice piece is, is that the, the ones that do really, really well now also connect the candidate experience and also in some ways are also connecting over to employee experience once people transfer so that that way you actually get a realistic idea of what the organization is like. 
you're controlling to make sure that they have a good experience of your employer brand all the way through the process. Um, and then it translates into, you know, here's the culture that we are hiring into and, and making it reality on the other end when somebody actually does get hired. Thank you for listening to the Sales Talent and Recruitment Show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales Association at cpsa.com.